Taking a very good look at the virtual location of Zimbabwe or the world map, it is located on a landlocked country in the southeast Africa, separated from Zimbabwe by the Zambezi River. The Limpopo River in the south forms part of the border with South Africa. It is bordered in the east by Mozambique and in the west by Botswana, with an area of 390,000 757 kilometers square compared it is about half the size of Turkey or slightly larger than the US state of Montana. Zimbabwe is formerly known as Rhodesia. It declared independence from the UK United Kingdom in 1965 but was only recognized in April 1980. The country has a population of 14.2 million people as of 2016, and the most commonly spoken languages in Zimbabwe are English, Shona, and Ndebele. Looking at the government system, Zimbabwe's government system is a full presidential republic. The chief of state and head of government is the president. The post of the prime minister was abolished in 2013 under the revised constitution. Democratic governance deteriorated in recent countries. Besides widespread violations of human rights, the independence of the judiciary, and the existence of independent media is threatened by the ruling government. Join me on the stream as we have an overview on the Zimbabwe's by-elections coming up on the 26th day of March 2022. Hi. Um, Phillips Joseph How's the 2023 general election is fast approaching in Nigeria and we've been hearing your sort of gist and news from the political world but we need to quickly look at the by-election coming up in Zimbabwe Southeast Africa which is gonna happen tomorrow 26th day of March 2022 and they start wondering how this concerns you because I sent your mind was leaving twice on whether to click on the link or do otherwise. Well, since Zimbabwe is part of the African countries and a very advanced one as well, there are definitely lessons we will learn as they are fully prepared for their elections coming up tomorrow, Saturday, which is the 26th day of March 2022. And of course, there are lessons I want us to learn. Before we move forward, there are some facts I would like us to know concerning the violations within tomorrow. Number one facts. Number of vacant seats are 26 seats for National Assembly and 122 local councils. Fact number two. Number of women parliamentary candidates are 16 over 118 seats. Fact number three. Accreditation of observers and media as 13th day of March is a total of 488 local observers, 18 foreign observers and 4 local journalists have been accredited. Let us note that accreditation closes, I mean it has closed since Tuesday which is the 22nd day of March 2022. The third fact is that date for by-elections is tomorrow like I said earlier and the fourth one is that the publication of results is gonna happen on the first day of April 
2022. Number five, submission of election report to the parliamentary is 5th of June 2022. Number six, electoral courts. We have 18 judges of the High Court have been appointed by the Chief Justice Luke Malaba to constitute the court and it will start operation from the 1st of March till the 30th day of August 2022. Fact number 7. Uncontested seats. We have Zano PF goes into the election with already one board, which is Ward 14. Omguza RDC. Fact number 8. Withdrawals. We have four local authority candidates withdrew their candidature after nomination and they are three candidates from MDC Alliance and one candidate from CCC. Fact number 9. We can vote. Anyone who was on the voters' roll before 8th day of January 2022 and they can vote for parliamentary candidates under the electoral act. The voters' row is closed two days after the by-election is proclaimed. So in this case, the by-elections for the National Assembly were proclaimed on the 6th day of January, meaning that only those on the voters' row before the cut-off date, January 8th, can vote. Note that those registered as voters after the deadline, which was on the 8th day of January, cannot vote in the by-election but can vote in the 2023 national election. Now let us look at a very important part of this election. One of the main reasons why we've chosen this to look at, which is Blood Road to Zimbabwe's 26th March by elections. Blood Road. Zimbabwe's 26th day of March by elections. Hmm. On the 26th day of February, February, um, I mean Zimbabwe's Vice President Constantino Chiwenga won the Citizens Coalition for Change (CCC) and its leader Nelson Chamisa that Zanu PF will crush the party like lice. At a Zanu PF rally in Kwekwe. He said and I quote, let me assure you that there is nothing that it can achieve, that is talking about CCC. You see how we crush lice with a stone, you put it on a flat stone and they flatten it to the extent that even flies will not make it a meal out of it. Hmm, that is well. As I spoke, CCC supporters were tear gassed by the police to prevent them from holding a rally at Gokui Center. On the 27th day of February as well, a machete-wielded gang stabbed to death a man called Mboneni Nkube, 30, and seriously injured 22 other people in a bid to prevent people from attending the CCC rally in Kwekwe. In March 2020, electoral activities were suspended under the guise of COVID-19 regulations which have been used to undermine the rule of law control political behavior and curtail citizens' constitutionally mandated freedoms. On the 26th day of March as well, tomorrow, Zimbabwe will hold the first by-elections in a year to fill 133 vacancies comprising 28 parliamentary seats and 105 council seats, like I said earlier. 
ahead of next year's national elections, this by-elections are a harbinger of things to come. Events in the past three to four weeks in Zimbabwe have confirmed that legitimate opposition is far from defeat. The coalition of the opposition party, that is the CCC, has seen a wave of public support, with citizens turning out in their thousands at its rallies. In contrast, Wanzora's MDC have seen poor attendance numbers. There are several reports of attacks and violence against the supporters of CCC. But despite this onslaught, the CCC supporters seem determined to continue expressing and exercising their human rights, enduring the risk and brutality to place their seal of approval on what they believe is a better alternative to ZANU-PF rule. The CCC has been warned to remain vigilant in the fact, I mean in the face, of continuing these attacks. They've been cautioned to take a critical look at how they got to this place in the first place, not only through the state actions, but also through bad decisions internally, dating back to the 2005 split. The by-election happening tomorrow is no ordinary one, and after a failed effort to dismantle the main opposition, the stakes are higher than ever for all the major political parties.